Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include changes to FDIC coverage, my interview with Equifax's Craig Crabtree on financially inclusive lending and differentiated data sets, and the final look at Q4 GDP. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, MGIC. Since inventing the modern form of private mortgage insurance in 1957, MGIC has insured more than 13.5 million mortgage loans. With innovative products, tools, and strategies that help consumers solve problems and fuel growth, MGIC is a true partner to lenders. Explore tools and solutions to boost your business at mgic.com boost. The next time you're rolling your eyes at a difficult loan file or exasperated with the behavior of a whiny client, remember that there are worse professions. Being a real estate agent is not bad either. Remember, not all real estate agents are realtors with a capital R, and there are many fine agents that aren't. There are over 1.5 million realtors in the United States as of January 2023, but as I mentioned yesterday, Only 578,000 active listings nationwide. You can do the math. Do you have the product set to help those buyers? I don't know how much it costs real estate brokerages to have their name listed in HousingWire's 1,061 real estate brokerage firms in the Real Trends Nation's Best Rankings that are a compilation of the brokerages who do not rank in the top 100, but are no less impressive. No less impressive? Shout out to good old HW, which has quickly developed the reputation as, or that any award is up for sale if you pay enough money to us. <laughs> for today's interview, I wanted to welcome back to the show Equifax's Craig Crabtree to talk about financially inclusive lending and differentiated data sets. He's the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Equifax Mortgage and Housing. In this role, he manages the company's mortgage, rental, and real estate industries across all solution and product categories. Since joining Equifax in 2010, he's expanded the capabilities that service these industries to include employment and income verification services, capital markets, and property and data analytics. So I'm very happy to have you back on today. And and I want to start by talking about financially inclusive lending, which is a, a term that's pretty new to me. Can you explain it to our listeners and then kind of talk about the importance Yeah, thanks, Robbie, and uh, glad to be with you again. So, you know, traditional credit reports remains a strong indicator of credit history and and past financial reliability, right? We've used a Trimerge type of credit report for well over 30 years. But younger consumers and those building credit uh, may have thin files, right, or no credit file uh, that's unscorable. Um, so providing expanded insights to mortgage lenders by including differentiated data assets along with the traditional credit reports helps broaden visibility into consumers' credit worthiness and then really providing greater access to credit and help open doors to homeownership. So that's that that cohesive, inclusive focus. And Equifax actually recently announced the availability of the expanded mortgage credit report. Can you talk about what that is and how that's helping support more inclusive lending? Yeah, absolutely. So Equifax is the first national credit reporting agency or NCR uh, A to, to help make certain telecommunication or, or telco uh, pay TV and utility attributes available to the mortgage industry 
providing a fuller picture of a consumer's uh, financial profile, financially enabling more than 191 million consumers. So we have data on 191 million consumers in this database, 80%, Ravi, of which or whom uh, have traditional credit files, but may benefit from these additional insights along with their traditional credit file uh, into their financial profile and have greater opportunities for home ownership. And, and we know that home ownership is the foundational step to achieving the American dream and really creating that generational wealth and something that's very difficult for those that are really credit invisible to achieve. Can you expand on that last point, or sorry, the, the first point you made in that last answer and address what impacts you're seeing the new telco, pay TV and utilities data providing lenders and consumers? Yeah, absolutely. We've done a couple internal studies and then just most recently just came just came out within the last 30 days, a recent study by Andrew Davidson and company, right? An industry leader for the last 30 years, Andy and team, uh, providing and they're provider risk analytics and consulting for residential loans and mortgage-backed securities and credit sensitive securities, right? Really one of the forefront uh, teams that really do does that work for our industry. And they analyze U.S. mortgages from January 2019 for consumers with non-traditional credit histories. So think young, thin file, or no hit, and found a strong correlation between positive consumer utility payment history and the future positive mortgage payment performance. So the firm's research really confirmed this uh, correlation across a wide range of credit scores, and most notably in two buckets, right? So the high end of subprime, so credit scores that are in that 680 to, I'm sorry, 580 to 619 range, so that'd be the high end of subprime, through the lower side of prime, so credit scores 660 to 719. Those score bands that might have, uh, you know, might have faced more um, more challenges in obtaining a mortgage, right, or a lot more documentation to get through the mortgage process, or who might have been offered uh, higher rates uh, based on their credit files alone. The findings that they they uh, they really found in this underscores the value of telco, pay TV, and utilities. That really really shows that correlation again between positive payment history in the telco data to to future performance. What is a differentiated data set? Um, a differentiated data set is one that's not in traditional credit file, right? So, so those that, you know, most most consumers, you know, have at least one utility bill or cell phone in their name, and that data is not in the traditional credit file from any of the three bureaus. And utility data is widespread and a powerful indicator, especially as as people are really uh, starting their credit journey. A uh, utility is one of the first things that they they you know that they do right in that really creating that uh, the great performance history. So the the report that I'm talking about really will be delivered along with the credit data, and and supports that assessing of credit risk around the financial ability for the consumer to make their monthly payments. So it's really encouraging performance data that was that was uncovered by Andrew Davidson. Uh, and shows that strong correlation between, again, you make your utility payments, and again, as you're you're creating or, or really establishing traditional credit within the, the credit file, um, great performance uh, equals, um, you know, really that uh, that swing of that to to get the mortgage. And that not only helps borrowers, but it helps lenders. Can you explain some of the benefits to lenders? Yeah, absolutely. So, so the ability to utilize the 
these telco and pay TV uh, attributes can assist in streamlining a very manual uh, underwriting process, right? That's done through a lot of paperwork and verification of these bills. Having this data delivered every single time with the credit file allows to allows that ability to analyze the data in a much more efficient way. So um, those, again, those insights being delivered along with the credit file, they'll be in front of that processor underwriter to do that assessment um, in, in the technology that they're already used to utilizing for any other traditional uh, loan. I want to close by talking about Equifax briefly. What else is Equifax doing to support financial inclusivity? Yeah, the the main thing that we're focused on, Robbie, right, is looking at all these alternative data sets and also bringing a piece I left out before was this this specific data that we've been focused on will be delivered with the credit report at no additional cost. Um, We're focused at Equifax on helping people uh, live their best financial lives, and this should help. Uh, support a number of industry initiatives, not only in mortgage, but in other other areas to provide underserved populations with the same opportunities to succeed and benefit from the nation's financial system, banking system. So we're really excited about this and how it fits into our charter and, again, how it helps support um, uh, financial inclusion. I have one bonus question for you because I've had several guests on the podcast recently that are espousing the values of alternative credit data uh, and 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 I kind of wanted to get your take on that. They say it renders some of the the old ways of looking at borrowers' ability to repay dated at the very least. Uh, what's your take on the the new types of alternative credit data companies that are popping up and and their ability to measure uh, borrowers' credit worthiness? we are We are laser focused around all data assets that help give the best picture around risk assessment uh, in all the industries that we support to allow and open up doors for consumers to uh, to unlock their financial dreams. So we're making sure that in a very structured format, especially as we've invested in the cloud and we're able to bring these insights in a very economical way and a complete way to all the industries that we support, that they can digest that, look at their rules-based and risk assessment uh, profiles and make the best decisions from a risk assessment and open up uh, the maximum amount of doors for consumers. I love to hear that. Craig, thanks for making the time to talk to me today. All right. Thanks so much, Robbie. Wonderful being with you. Take care. In testimony before the Senate Banking Committee, Federal Reserve Vice Chair for Supervision Michael Barr and Federal Deposit Insurance Corp Chair Martin Grunberg outlined potential regulatory steps in response to recent bank failures. The proposals could include enhanced banking stress tests, as well as changes to FDIC coverage and a long-term debt requirement for banks with assets of $100 billion or more that aren't categorized as being systemically important. Turning to mortgage rates, there wasn't much rate movement yesterday, despite the overhang of potential MBS FDIC sales from the failed bank portfolios. We learned that consumer expectations for inflation over the next 12 months remain elevated at 6.3%. That's not good news as the Fed pays close attention to inflationary expectations and consumer confidence surveys. Separately, the forward-looking pending home sales index grew in February for the third consecutive month, according to the National Association of Realtors. However, year-over-year, pending transactions dropped by 21%. Today's economic calendar includes updates on Q4 GDP, as well as weekly jobless claims, and Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey. Three Fed presidents are scheduled to speak, 
Boston's Collins, Richmond Sparkin, and Minneapolis's Kashkari. We begin Thursday with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged and the 10-year yielding 3.55 after closing yesterday at 3.57%. Talk about a whipsaw. The two-year yield, which is now at 4.06, was at 3.55% just a few weeks ago. And I remember being at 4.98% a couple weeks before that. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. What happens to bad rainbows? Well, they go to prism. Don't worry, though. It's a light sentence. (laughs) Intellectuals only on that one. Thanks again to MGIC. Since inventing the modern form of private mortgage insurance in 1957, MGIC has insured more than 13.5 million mortgage loans. With innovative products, tools, and strategies that help customers solve problems and fuel growth, MGIC is a true partner to lenders. Explore tools and solutions to boost your business at MGIC.com boost. about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.